but when you're sitting on the bench, I mean, it's a dark place to bench. You can't <laughs> see a thing. Yeah, well, yeah, particularly in some of the grounds like this. The slope for the drainage. Sometimes yeah. you actually can't see the. Mate, all, all, all you get is um, players like uh, I've got a pick Shuey. Oh, bring him to man up, and then sit down. And you're like, oh, that was constructive. Yeah. But that's it. <laughs> <laughs> but that, that's all you get. G'day everybody and welcome back to the Hardball Gets AFL show, completely packed for work in the weekend. This podcast is brought to you by the all-new Mazda BT50 SP. It's the complete package. Today on the show, it's the six points leading into the first week of finals. And speaking of finals, the West Australians giving away two trips to the 2022 Toyota AFL Grand Final. Each prize includes return flights from Melbourne, accommodation and tickets to the big game. Pick up a copy of the West Australian Thursday or Friday for your last chance to win. All right. Let's get stuck in. This is the Hardball Gets AFL Show. My name is Nick Rin, joined by Xavier Ellis and Chris Robinson. Our usual uh, guest today has got, well, he's getting a PCR. He might have been the last person in Australia to uh, contract COVID. So we've got... Given the AFLW takeover return this week after round one, we thought we might as well bring in the host of that. Eliza Riley, welcome to Six Points. Hello. I had a <laughs> oh, hang on, hang on. Strong start. Yeah, no, j- just a little bit more than hello and away <laughs> we go. Well, I thought you were going to give me a big pump up when you said speaking of finals there, but at the start with the lead uh, uh, No, yeah, I, thought, I thought we were going to talk about me for a second there, but apparently not. <laughs> no, no, well, Nick's not very good at the segue stuff. Yeah. Like it's, it's, no, a pretty, no. it's a pretty disjointed episode that we get through with Nick, so... Um, Most yeah, episodes are pretty disjointed. Yeah, that's what I mean. This is part of the charm. Before you knew Nick, if you, if you were listening to Nick... What would you think oh, Nick yeah. would look like? Oh, is this in reference to the video? Oh, all the video. It's just Mate, been it's just been a non-stop. constant barrage yeah. of just like it's really been between cook and meth, yeah. uh <laughs> to white. We've had someone the one I liked was I still can't work out if you're twenty eight or fifty six. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, my wife's really enjoying this. I like, I did not expect this when we did our first video episode on YouTube. Yeah. That, this would be the recurring theme through every single comment that's made on the on the uh, yeah. channel and on Twitter. So we are on YouTube. There's a, there's a, there's a segue. Yeah, there, You're there looking you for us on YouTube, Hardball Gets AFL Show. Check it out. Um, and I am, just to put it all to bed, I was just thinking for a second then, I'm 35. 35, Nick Rin, 35, 35 years old, smack bang in the middle of something. I don't know if he's counting dog years or not, though. I'm still not convinced. <laughs> it depends. I feel very old inside. All right. Mm. So, <laughs> right, okay. Um, finals are actually here. Yes, tonight. tonight. And guess what? I'm lucky enough to be doing. What are you doing? I'm heading to a, a pub to host a rock and roll quiz. Wow, at the Ashby. Okay. Yeah. And, and last night, they... I, last night I was at the gate hosting a quiz, rock and roll, gay bar and bistro. Yep. Good spot. Yep. It took me only six hours to get down there and peek out. <laughs> um, and I did not know a single answer, not one. To the quiz, sixty questions. Did no one. That's not your. That's not your role. That's though. not number one. I was reading the questions, <laughs> and when there's names that you like sounding out, like these famous people, <laughs> yeah, some Raphael guy. So who, who booked a quiz night on the first final? Ah, oh, look, there's no need to blame anyone. Um, Triple M, but uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who from there. Oh wow. Um, hey, good morning to you, um, Ed. <laughs> and also speaking of finals, Eliza Riley in the grand final, uh, women's A grade grand final on Saturday. On. 
Yeah. And then having to work both ends of it. So yeah, can you believe my job is making me do what I'm paid so to do? Who, who's, uh, who's in charge? Uh, well, it's not Nick. Yeah, that's the issue. So you just go to Nick and tell him. Yeah, Nick, Mate. I'm telling you, why do I have to work? Because and then if they are playing in a final, and then if that after. doesn't work, and then if that doesn't work, you go, ah. Oh. Oh, if I was playing the men, you wouldn't make me work. And they'd really make him feel That's like shit. That's actually a good one. Hey? <laughs> Throw that at him. And then before you know it, you've got Saturday and Sunday off. Then Monday. We'll give you Tuesday too. Yeah, actually say, so if you win a grand final and then say you have to go work the Fremantle final, you think they won't still be going when you clock off? Um, no, I think that's unreasonable, to be honest with you. <laughs> I don't want to miss a moment. Like, grand finals don't come mm. around that often. Yeah. And if even if it's early going, like, you know, quite quiet in the beginning, yeah. I don't want to miss that. So I want to be there the reflecting. whole day. Yeah. 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 Not yeah. reflecting on Nat Fife's hamstring. You're reflecting on the premiership. That's done. That's done. All right, let's take this conversation off air. <laughs> oh, mate, I'm in your corner. No, I really am. Nah, it's my job. I'll, I'll just take my excitement when I have a medal around my neck I'll into work. It. I'll yeah. say it. Nick, you're a prick. <laughs> <laughs> all right, thanks. This is great Nick's feedback. Anyway, I went, I went there for you. Yeah, why not? Uh, all right, well, let's get stuck in. Six points ahead of first week of finals. All right, I'll kick it off with the, it was a came out on Monday or Tuesday. Just a bit flattening for Nat Fife. Mm. Like he's oh, obviously that's why he shut me down with the Nat Fife comment. We're about to get point into one. it. Yeah. yeah, so we're about to get into it. So he was. Uh, it's funny thinking back to January. Like there was talk about, he was like he was he was doing every session. He was mm. flying again after that clean up on his shoulder, and then there was an infection there, and then he's back, and he just went downhill rapidly. Came back for a few games, did his hammy. Now he's done the good hammy yeah. in training the week before. But finals. didn't he grab both hammies in that game? Regardless, didn't he oh, grab his left and then his right, or his right or his left, and then one was I can't significant. Remember. I reckon yeah. there was vision of him like at least rubbing you know both sides of his hamstrings. Um, I, we had him on the radio at the start of the year. Um, he was promoting something. I can't remember what it was. Um, I think it might have been a massage gun, actually. Oh, the th- yeah, the therabodies. Oh, the, yeah, yeah, I think it was a massage gun. Thing. Anyway, it was going in for shot back. Back surgery, wasn't it? Mm, yeah, he had that. Oh, yeah, look, six to six six weeks or something. I was like, no way. Like, yeah. No way in the world you're going to be back. And six sure weeks enough, till you return to training six, after back yeah. surgery. Like I, I, I thought straight away when I thought that timeline, and obviously he's not going to go oh, eighteen weeks because yeah. then imagine what the media are going to be doing for eighteen weeks. Anyway, I'm not sh- shocked that we're in this situation because the amount of players that have missed pre seasons and had such disjointed. Uh, well, well, just as we're speaking, there's a little Fremantle finals promo. Ryan Daniel strolling down the high street of Fremantle, just showing that he's a man of the people. Nah, he's yeah. really jumped on the. We mentioned how far uh, how far embedded he is in the Fremantle Football Club. Actually, we need to audit something. What's the I'm going to save it for Monday. Remind me. Do we have a printer here? <laughs> can you print? Can you print? <laughs> I assume so. <laughs> I mean, it is a newspaper. <laughs> I'm sure they've got a printer somewhere. Yeah, there's a big building next to it. Uh, a very no, I, I need to be able to print tweets. Okay. All right, and we'll text messages. Times. Yeah. Okay. Because um, I awarded him a Kit Kat, but I'm going to retract it, well, I think. think he finally broke early. the story. He couldn't break a Kit Kat there for about 12 <laughs> months. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, Fife. I think we could all write a picture on the wall that he was going to uh, have a disjointed season. Mm. 
it's just bizarre to think about how literally this time last week, Friday, he did the media conference at Crown ahead of their lunch and he said, all I want to do for this club now is play in big finals. Mm. And we're sort of asking him about his preparation and how his body was going and he, he, was, he was even quite flat then before he did the hamstring. He's like, yeah, yeah. it's not ideal. Like, I don't feel great. Like, oh, it's... Jeez. So he wasn't talking himself <laughs> I mean, Hobbo Codge has got one arm. Yeah. He literally <laughs> lost his arm, cut off. No, I feel good. Actually, I play better with one arm, believe it or not. Yeah. <laughs> and this is a bloke who like played a final what two years ago with, yeah, with a broken leg yeah. and he was yeah he was flat yeah, at his presser right. yeah you do feel for him. I mean people miss finals all the time um, yeah. it's, a bit, I don't, it's a bit like whatever to me but um, yeah, well, you, you, you missed a couple you along the way. Few, you probably don't feel too bad for them. I've had a few Fremantle people, and, and Nat Fife, and I feel like I can say, because I reckon for over, you give me Dusty Martin over that five year period, I'm mm-hmm. taking Nat Fife. You know, that, that, just that five year patch, I thought Fife was the best player in yeah, the yeah. competition. I reckon he's just made the Fremantle forward line or midfield disjointed. When he came in? Yeah. yeah. Mm. And, and, and he's went in, out, in. Now, out again, um, yeah. I know a few Fremantle supporters I've spoken to go, look, if we make it to the grand final, he's the first person fit pick if fit because it's a do or die, just do it your way. Mm. Um, I, I, yeah, they just, I think they, what is it, 5th v 8, 6th uh, v 7th, 5th v 8th, whatever fifth it is, 5th v 8th. 5th v 8th, sorry. Um, yeah. That it's like such a knockout game that they're a bit like, well, at least that gives us back... What yeah. it was when it was no, there was no spotlight on an individual superstar. Mm. There was no every movement was being um, looked at, watched, written about uh, on the news. Like that, that distraction's been removed. Mm. Like Tab and I could come in and do the exact same job as Fifey. Yeah, but Fifey would be oh, he played eight minutes forward and then he went to the midfield for six and then went back to the bench like. Tabernard is probably not a good example because he's been injured a thousand times. Well, but I think that's the thing they're all like Griffin Logue or someone like yeah. that. Like they could just do that same role. Yeah, I think that's the thing. Like, it wasn't as disjointed because they're all kind of injured. Whoever goes yeah. in, it's going to be a bit odd because they haven't been playing. But, yeah, your point's taken. Do you bring him back in a, in a prelim if they make I it do. that far? I Straight do. back in. Yeah, heartbeat. Yeah, yeah, I think you heartbeat. do. Heartbeat. You figure it out. It, it, yeah. If he's put through, absolute through the ringer. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I was going to say um, Jared Lyons out tonight. Yeah. Um, injured. But I was going to say, is this the last we see of... Jared Lyons, I think he's slowed down. Got another two years on a contract. He slowed down a lot. This slowed year. down massively. But what I wanted to speak about was Dane Zorko tonight. Um, is there a bit of a legacy on tonight for Dane Zorko um, off the back of uh, comments to Harrison Petty, uh, a knockout final, uh, underwhelming season? If they do finish, if they lose, they finish eighth. Mm. Like that's an underwhelming season for the Brisbane Lions. Where Dane Zorko next year? Does he stay on if he? If they lose, because obviously they've been to the well with him a thousand times and it hasn't got to the mm. ultimate success. Dane Zorko tonight. Fast forward another seven hours. What are we reading about Dane Zorko? I think he has to come out and have an absolute best on ground or, mm. or thereabouts performance. I'm with you. He's, yeah. yeah, he's had his name dragged through the mud and there's all this hearsay, you know, what, said, what was said to me was worse, blah, blah, blah. But... At the same time, you, you can't be throwing that around. Just just go out there and own your mistake <laughs> yeah. in your performance mm-hmm. and put together a performance that shows you can still be captain of that side. Yeah, I think no doubt he won't be captain next year. I think that's that's gone. Mm. But like, he still needs to be like a captain tonight and be in the best two or three players. And I've tipped Brisbane. I think Brisbane win. 
I mean, it was only three weeks ago. They were 42 points up or four weeks ago against Richmond at the G. Now yeah. at the Gabba. And they're paying 220 or something like that. It's so, yeah. yeah it's a bit odd. Someone might be giving you a super boost to $2.70 <laughs> or something. I don't know who that is, but um, it's probably our good mate at Tab Touch, to be honest with yeah, you. Yeah, probably. Um, but yeah, I just think Dane Zorko tonight, a lot of his career could be defined by what he does in this next couple of weeks. So he's out of contract, or he's probably got a bit more in a deal? I, I read he was out of contract last week when I was looking at it. Yeah. Uh, but I thought more would have been made example of Dane Zorko being out of contract. Uh, you know, you'd think that it'd be in the lights a little bit more. Yeah, I think his exit interview this year is going to be a lot more pointed probably than it has been yeah. since he arrived at the club. Yeah, agree. You know, what are you doing? Like, what are we all doing here? Um, do you think you can contribute? Can you sort this out? And what do we need to change something? If they lose another final, get blown off the park and go out in straight sets, then they've Got some questions which need answering. But May May uh, May second, twenty twenty two, at thirty three and out of contracts. Orko. Yeah, right. I, I think he probably gets a one, but I, but it's yeah. again he's the same as Lions. Like his year has not been too flash. Nah, but at least I think Orko's got the speed in his legs. Yeah. Going. Yeah. But um, uh, Jared Lyons, who's been a tremendous player for the Lions, just uh, that speed's gone. Mm. And then Zorko probably gets a couple of runs on the board from just being there through tough times and then they're coming to the Yeah, yeah. oh, no. It, yeah. It, it, I think he's an absolute superstar, yeah, yeah, Zorko. And if he was at. Four, five, and I hate saying this, but we always say, if he was at Collingwood, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah he'd be a Jordan DeGoey profile. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, sorry, uh, bigger than that, probably. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah what's it, four, four or five best and fairest? And yeah, something like that. All the rest. Yeah. Anyway. Um, I want to look at. Which coach is under the most pressure ahead of this final series? The three main contenders in my eyes, Fagan, who yep. we just sort of touched on there. Did you see him abusing Greg Swan's the dog? The dog, yeah. I just can't imagine what Clarko would have done if it was on a bad day. Okay, the dog would have been punted over Volta <laughs> Out Street. of the gabba. <laughs> Franklin, <laughs> mate, over the net. Send it. Nah. Would have been. It would have been the uh, CCTV, like when Chad Warner got stuck out of the SCG. Yeah, oh, yeah. The dogs <laughs> wandering the, the dog land on the Monash freeway. <laughs> anyway, sorry, I did see Grump- fakes. Yeah. Prickly grumpy fakes. Grumpy fakes. Yeah. Grumpy fakes. Beverage. Yeah. And Chris Scott. Those are my three. Yeah, and they've all got for different reasons. Mm. Yeah. Chris Scott uh, has just been Get the pinnacle of top end. Yep. And a lot of people say, well, the first one doesn't count. Um, yeah, they had, everything was there. Uh, and first year comes in, wins a flag. Uh, Luke Beveridge, who's won a flag, been in a grand final, but obviously underperforming this year. Tom Libertore out kills. That hurts them. And then there's Fagan, who's been in the same mix as the Brisbane Lions and Geelong through the whole thing, but they haven't done anything. Mm. So I, I think it's Fagan. I think it's Fags. Uh, Rip and bloke. Uh, and I think that if they get bundled and finish um, seventh, I, mean, I think that's a disaster. Yeah, I don't. they don't seem to me to be the club to, like... This isn't working. We need to blow it up and get someone to take. No, I don't think so either. Yeah, but yeah, I don't. I think think there's any pressure coming from in terms of their job. But it's more just yeah. They wouldn't want to finish. For example, Fangs wouldn't want to finish seventh and then miss the finals next year. Yeah, and then I think that's two years of disappointment. But I still reckon a lot falls on that forward line. Like their midfield, I think we all agree, aren't isn't their Mm. strong suit. Lockie Neal helps, um, but then McCluggy. Like they're, they're not they're, they're not the strongest midfield, but that forward line, Hipwood, Charlie Cameron, Charlie, uh, Danaher, and McStay, mm. all on good money or about to be on really good money. Uh, McStay at Collingwood, Charlie, I think certainly played his part. Yes, uh, and then we've got um, uh, uh, Bailey. I don't think he's been great. Uh, Rayner, I don't think he's been great. 
Well, Rayner's not out there. Yeah, no, but in, yeah. in general, uh, and Link uh, Link hasn't been great. Nate McCarthy's had his worst year at Brisbane. Yeah, probably. so like I, I, I think it falls a lot on that forward line. And their finals record is horrendous. Like, five of their six losses have been at the Gabba. Ooh, and their record in home and away at the Gabba is great. Yeah. So and then it suddenly just turns. They've yeah. just got that reputation of crumbling in finals. Yeah, and crumbling. They've been smacked a couple of times too. Mm. Um, yeah, unfortunately, I think it's... Uh, it's fakes that um, the pressure's on. And you could see by the reaction with the dog, I think he's feeling he's just it. He's feeling it a little bit. Yeah, what's his, like, what's a little medium term look like for Fagan? It's say like this year and next year they don't make it. Oh, I think that's trouble. But that's not trouble in terms of you haven't done a good job. I think it might be... Need fresh eyes. Just, just let's, have, let's go a different direction because by that stage, Neil's probably on his way out nearly. Mm. Um, uh, Lions, Harris Andrews is older. Like the, the blokes that he's really... Um, brought up with him yeah. through the you know, poor years at Brisbane. And, and Fags had some poor years at the start too. They were horrible. Yeah. Um, to where they became premiership favourites a couple of times. The, yeah, the one bonus he does have is the he'll probably get to – Will Ashcroft's the number one pick who'll come in the mid like, and oh. start next year. And then his brother Levi's the year after, I think. The only way they would blow it up would be um, if Fags was like, we can't do it. We need to, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I can't – I don't know, I think he's just done such a good job. And in, a, in an environment where they've they got the resources, they've got everything sweet up there, Brisbane. Mm. But it's still out of sight. Um, you're still sort of beating, beating your own drum for attention, and the Lions have managed to become relevant. Beverage is the interesting one. It's such a roller coaster. Like The dogs <laughs> are just a roller coaster. It is a roller coaster, mate. <laughs> oh, it's yeah. just jump on. Um, well, we interviewed Will Anderson this morning, and he's got a podcast. Oh, you two guys, one cup. Yep. And they, uh, is it Dockery? Is Dockery a thing? That's the um, yeah. Purple Rain guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they've got yeah. doggery. Oh, okay. uh, and how, like, when they won the flag in uh, 2016, how they didn't want anything good to happen. Like, they wanted to really scrap it out. Yeah, so yeah. They've, got, they've got no captain. Uh, their highest-paid battler is their star. You know, the Norm Smith goes to a half-back flanker. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, you know, scraping into the finals is like doggery. This like, is like this right is in their us. sweet spot. Yeah, this is right, yeah, that's right. what we said, right in our sweet spot. Yeah, so uh, they don't want to be on, they don't want the double chance. We want to be last and come from there. So anyway, time will tell. Bevo's still having a crack at the journos yeah, apparently. Be- yeah. Did he have another go, did he? Yeah, on the on his presser yesterday. Because the news leaked just before his presser that Libba was out. And he goes, mate. oh, I know you guys are already onto it. Oh, oh mate. Bevo, that's your problem. You've got a leak, mate. mate I still, <laughs> nah, but I, I've told the story before. I still remember Hodgie pulling out of a, a big game uh, late out. It was going to be late mm. out or whatever. And Clarko was like, right, guys, it's just four, four, yeah, keep it within the four walls, da-da-da. By the time we had the meeting, had a swim, did some ice bins, had a shower, got in the car... SEN, Luke Hodge <laughs> out. Like, we hadn't even left the ground. Um, but it's so hard to keep. Like, so the player who comes up might be a, might, but yeah. it might be a debutant who's like, shit, I'm from five hours from the Text country. Mom. I need to ring mum. They've got to come down. Um, before you know it, they've yeah. grandma who's got to get her best frock iron. Yeah, like, or all interstate sort of people need organised flights. Yeah, like, it's, it's so hard. And you can't have a debutant debut, and as much as you'd love it, and not tell anyone. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you just got to get them in the stands. Like, and you, you need your family there, jump presentations and all that sort of you stuff. You had a so. brief window during uh, the COVID bubbles. Yeah, well, you may as well just... That, yeah. It didn't matter. Who's this bloke? Ah, uh, surprise, I'm playing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, Kane Corns has got a column. We've, anyone who's reading it or listening to this on Thursday afternoon, get ahead of time. So he's filed a column for us tomorrow about... I was with you last week when we pre-read it. 
Oh, that one, yeah. yeah. That, one. <laughs> that was a hand grenade. Last week was quite pointed. Yeah, that was pointed. Um, so this one's box. It's like, essentially comes out of box versus bench, so the, the two different ways of coaching. Yeah. So he goes back to Phil, Phil Walsh, um, who sort of had a strong view that if you're coaching from the bench, you're essentially coaching blindfolded, um, and you need to be up there. to. Otherwise, you can – Yeah. this is a Phil Walsh, this is Kane words, a very expensive backslapper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Down on the bench. I don't know if there's anything in it. So five of the eight coaches – um, in this final series, like a bit of bench time. So that's Fagan. Fagan's down there a lot. Mm. Uh, good full time. He's full time. He's full time, isn't he? Yeah. And right, been for ages. Sits right next to the camera, too. Yeah, and Bur- Big Fat Virtual sits next to him. <laughs> Big B <laughs> comes waddling back in after he's been running. Sucks in the oxygen. Uh, Goodwin spends a fair bit of time on the bench. Beverage. Craig McRae and Longmire's a bit about probably about a 50 50. He goes down when he. Oh, I reckon he's like more he box. To. He's more yeah, box. Yeah, I reckon more box. He sits at the back of it. He's one of the back, yeah. back benches. As yeah, well no, he's certainly he more there. box because you see him walk away. I reckon he's learnt, like... There's no point, yeah. The F-bombs or whatever. Like, when he's he gets frustrated, <laughs> you're like, oh. Um, Longy's just returned to his seat. I wonder where he's been. Like, he's just literally turned around, gave Swan and turned back around. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's personality. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that's one of the points is, like, if you coach... So Fagan's one who's probably in this where like you can see the, his anxiety toward the end of close games. It's like, is that really the energy you want sitting right next to the bench? Yeah, I'll tell you how it is. The assistant coaches want him on the bench. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, the players yeah. want him in the box. Yeah, nobody wants <laughs> that, to be anywhere near him. No, nah, that, well, that's just how it is. Like, you don't have the relationship with the coach where you want backslapping. Like, you want you want what you're being told mm. on the ground to come from the coach. That's why they're the head coach. That's why they're, so, they're better. They are better than assistant coaches. You want them to be able to see the whole game. Yeah, I think so. To give to see what they pick up. And, and I know they trust their assistant coaches and what they pass on is, yeah, down the funnel usually and pretty close and similar. But yeah. I don't know. This might be something that the, the head coach, like Clarko, might pick up and go, oh, hang on, look what so-and-so is doing here. Let's try this. Yeah, but when you're sitting on the bench, I mean, it's a dark place, the bench. You can't <laughs> see a thing. Yeah, well, yeah, particularly in some of the grounds, like the, the slope for the drainage, sometimes yeah. you actually can't see the... Mate, all, all, all you get is um, players like, uh, oh, God, I'll pick Shuey. Oh, this fucking bullshit, dog. you've got to get him to man up. And then sit down, and you're like, oh, that was constructive. Yeah. Like, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> but that, that's all you get. And then, like, you're right, mate, next contest. Like, come on. Uh, 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 what was Kane's opinion? Uh, he said you've got to be up in the box. Yeah, I yeah. agree with that. You've got to be able to see the game. Yeah, nah. It's not the country. Yeah, There's yeah. a reason why country footy clubs now building a level up above the box mm. so they can at least see. Well, so you should... Mel Brown was ahead of it when he put the cherry picker in. Yeah, he got over the top <laughs> of Fremantle over, wasn't it? Well, you need to have, if you trust your assistant coaches, like obviously there's a, you've got to put a level of trust in your assistant coach, yeah. otherwise they won't go anywhere. But yeah, you'd rather trust them to be doing the rah-rahs on the bench than to be seeing the whole tactical thing. Like That's yeah. your job. That's and, and your I, responsibility. And a lot of coaches, there is, Eliza, the... Um, the awkwardness between head coach and um, player—it's just naturally how it is. There's mm. a there's a pecking order, a hierarchy. Like the coach sits on top, and you're underneath. And as much as you say you have got a great relationship with your coach, which you do, like there's still that moment where you're like, oh shivers, oh no, he's ringing me, or you know, like yeah. uh, you still get a bit nervous around him or whatnot. So mm. uh, maybe maybe the the way is, um, and this is probably. Um, f- Who's Fags' right-hand man? Who's Goody's right-hand man? Who's mm. Maybe they're the best ones to be sitting on the bench because they've, they've probably got a really good relationship with the players, like yeah. a, a more free relationship because they do line meetings and all that sort of stuff together um, and one-on-ones and everything because coaches don't usually do a lot of one-on-one stuff like mm. the head coaches. Uh, and they get to learn the element of that and being on game day down. Like Maybe that's the key is sending your, your second in charge down there. But I think the head coach should be there. 
What's that? So five five out of eight, was it? Five yeah. out of eight. The Geelong Mire's got like a... Yeah, yeah. bit of a split. Oh, did you say Long Mire? Long Mire. Oh, I thought you said Long Mule. No, Long Mule no, doesn't I, go down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Long yeah. Mire's Long Mire about... Oh, horse, oh, yeah. Horse is a bit of everything, yeah. And it's a, well, it's no... I mean, there's been a couple of reads on Long Mule this week about how Phil Walsh was like his strongest mentor. So there's probably a good correlation there mm. between Phil Walsh like being anti... Well, Simo was in the box bench. and Buckley was in the box. Yeah. And that's yeah. who... Um, Long he's been under. Yeah, exactly. Mm. But is there any like situation you think in a game where the senior coach would have to get down? Like, yeah, when he, he wants get... to bash a player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> that's about it. When when you when they start in the box, and you come off your rotation, and then sitting on the bench, you think oh, things aren't going great, are they? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's a, and you could probably the last cup last few minutes of the game you could forgive, but you're probably not going down there because you're going to miss a couple of minutes. Nah, because yeah. there's no, that, that stage of the game where there's genuinely yeah. nothing you can and do I mean, from the box. I mean, the lift at Optus, so you could leave in the first quarter, and you might get down there by three quarter time. Well, what was that? Was Ross um, Lyon when Mundy kicked that one after the siren to beat Richmond? Yeah, he at thought the they were G. done. Yeah, at the G, yeah. and so he was in the lift. Because yeah. he thought they were done, and then he got out and they never leave the Ross. <laughs> now Essendon Football Club, who's going to uh, coach the Essendon Football Club? Uh, nice segue with uh, Ross, Ross Lyon. But I was going to say, Jeez, so Adam Uze, today. hey, hitting them today. Has he? I haven't seen anything. No, the, the segues. Oh yes, yeah, sorry. I thought he was hitting them today, meaning <laughs> oh, uh, no, no. Ross the boss has he's gone back. He spoke about him last night. So Mark Harvey's pretty influential there at the moment. He's involved at the Essendon Footy Club. Yep. So that's one hurdle, surely. Yeah, you would think so. <laughs> and so he's the three dollars fifty favourite to be the coach, and I think Uze's four dollars twenty or something like. That. And I know those markets are incorrect a lot of the time. Yeah. But Jordan Lewis uh, did say, did you read that um, quote by the Jordan Uze Lewis? quote? Yeah, it literally said in two thousand twenty. So last year. Uh, if I had my choice, Adam Uze, he'd be the number one. Uh, his relationship with players, he knows everything. He's can't. He's got everything. And now he's on the panel. So is Ross the boss the favourite for the job? I think at this stage he is. You still he? think he is? Yeah, I feel Even like Even though there's some, obviously some hurdles at Essendon. I think it's the wrong decision, but I think it's going to be... It's a very Essendon decision. I, I want to see Ross back. You do like I, I, don't know, I don't know at what club, but at some might stage... Might as well be Essendon. Then. <laughs> yeah, oh, you yeah, may as well be, and then you can really rip in. But um, no, do you, I don't know. What do you want to see with Ross? Do you, who do you think is going to have Essendon? Uh, well, they've, they've boxed themselves into a corner, haven't they, with the experienced coach? Uh, yeah, well, they've changed. Mm. What they change it to? Um, ex- not ex- uh, Experienced coach, but not experienced head coach. Yeah, they, oh, uh, ex- oh, experienced. They used a different yeah. word, too. Um, like a, a, a journeyed coach. Oh, or right. so something that wasn't that. It's something like that, though, that I saw like a little, a little asterisk. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, the players are on footy trip and they want Ross, don't they? I'll tell you what. Uh, yeah. I'll tell you who's um, gone hard. The media. Another man, Kane Corns, gone hard on Essendon being in Ibiza. Oh, yeah. I don't... Gone hard a couple of times. The players, I would get out of there, too. You see what they say? How's he hold, how are the players conducting a meeting like, over Skype in a nightclub? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And the first comment underneath was, uh, Kane, come on, get with the times. Who's your, when was the last time someone used Skype? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a very good call. Uh, so you're going the boss. I think it's going to be. All signs pointed there. It's a, right, you know, I reckon there's a curveball. You think so? Yeah, I really do. I don't know what it is, but I think there's a curveball. Kevin Sheedy just dusts off. Oh, the- <laughs> if you walked into Essendon, and I love Kevin Sheedy, I was an Essendon supporter growing up as a kid, but like, you got to get rid of those that old the old thing, yeah. Like Clarko did. did when he came in, he realised uh, Jason Dunstall was his man. Uh, Dunstall backed him in, supported him, uh, mm. put him forward, and the other 
more weathered, been around people as well. We're like, no, nah, no way, no way. They we, needed we Rodney want, E. We want Rodney E, da-da-da. And then so Clarko came in and said, look, love what you've done for the footy club, but you're no longer inner, inner. Like, turn off the games, but we don't, we don't want you in the rooms. We don't want... And it made sense, like... Get but will, will the new coach have that at this? Oh, you have will to. He, you need you to, have to, need have to be able to. Like, yeah. just... I mean, talk about jobs for the boys. I mean, Essendon's got jobs for the boys going everywhere, which is great if you're an Essendon old person. You're one person. of the boys, yeah. 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 <laughs> if you're one of the boys, it's great. But like, I just feel like they've got to start again. I, and I've been big on that. Listen, I don't think... It, I, I don't even think the kids came on this year. Like, yeah, I, I mean, it's, it's diabolical. It's underplayed the role that Dunstall played in that, like, allowing Clarko that space. So he lost because, friendships over that. Because he underplays it, Dunstall. Yeah, Clarko's yeah, tried to put him into it a thousand times, saying... I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for Jason Dunstall. Yeah. Like he was, he was my man who went into bat for me. All this sort of stuff. Um, but they didn't even have. Like, I don't think Essendon has that person. Like, who's that person who's going to protect the coach and like bat away the old boys when everyone on the board seems to be like, let's get the old boys. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> like oh gosh, come on. Sheets, mate. I'm telling you, you can got one more year in you. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 it off. Just it was ceremonial. Yeah. All right. So you're going, boss. I I want you say. Yeah, I would like Uzo to get. But I'll, will he but go through another process and then, then be Norton, just short again? Norton three like, and then well, that, starts to. I think that's what they discussed on um, Footy Classified last night with Ross. Where it's like the process is, if they're coming in because they mentioned Brad Scott too, but then they said, "Oh, we want people to submit," and then we'll whittle it down to five and interview the five. It's like, well, if you need, if you want to go out and get an experienced person and headhunt them, they're not going to submit an application. You need to go to them. Like that just sounds like a strange process for what they're talking. It about. Doesn't for me. You if still you're think you want to experience? If you're, if you're an experience, well, if, if you're a... But they'd have to woo, like someone, if Brad Scott in particular is in a pretty good wicket at the AFL. To woo him? I think you'd have to woo Brad Scott if you wanted to get him. Yeah, maybe if you wanted to get him, but, but it's clear that they don't want to just go and get him. Yeah, but I also think... Otherwise, it'd be in the media saying like, oh, Essendon, you know, eyes on Scott, but, mm. and they would be wooing, but they haven't done that. There's a lot you wouldn't have to woo, but there are a couple, if they want that name that, that seems like they're going towards, you'd have to woo them a little bit. Yeah. Because okay. he just seemed like such a basket case. Yeah, a bit of massage oil. Yeah, just a little bit of <laughs> bit of a shoulder rub. Yeah. Uh, so ahead of Saturday, um, Collingwood's forward line, they're really scaring me. And I feel nah. like they're one of the most threatening forward lines, which just sounds weird because they only came ninth um, overall in terms of points four. Mm. But just the amount of threats they have up there, that's probably the forward line I'm the most worried to face like if I was a defender going into a final mm. series. We said this the other day, I don't know if I was, might have been having a beer with someone, saying the level of unpredictability in like it's now a good way. Start the season, Collingwood's forward line of uh, Jamie Elliott, who hasn't played a, a lot of football lately. Darcy Cameron, who's like, uh, what is he? Is he a ruckman, a forward? Mm. Is he a Claremont yeah. player? Like, who knows what he is? Jordan he's going or staying, who knows? Uh, Mason Cox is wearing glasses. Like it was a shit well, show. Well, he got his glasses stolen. I oh, know, poor yeah. Mason. <laughs> but, like, now the level of unpredictability is great. Like, Jamie Elliott could kick four. Yeah. Uh, yeah Ash Johnson. Johnson could kick My five. Check. My, My check. My could pop up. big games. Uh, Mason Cox on Anzac Day. Like, they, they just can pop up. I think it's great. I think everything Collingwood have done is great. Um, uh, to think how many people have, have favoured Collingwood in terms of the way they view them this year is incredible from what it has been. Oh, so yeah. I don't know anyone that's going, oh, I don't want to watch Collingwood that shit. Yeah, like that's probably one of the games. That's probably... What would be the best final this weekend? Like, oh, I'm pretty eager for tonight. Tonight, I'm thinking, yeah. 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 But that, in terms... Yeah, that Cats Collingwood... I mean, it, elimination finals always have a little bit more on them, right? But yeah. Cats Collingwood would be pretty... Yeah, there's pretty something, nice there's to something to when the siren goes, seeing hearts break. 
<laughs> that is, is the it? most <laughs> so, <laughs> no? sadistic thing I've heard. No, well, it we probably is. Yeah, I don't like that. I like the show of emotion mean, on second both ends. Ch- second know? chance one, like, all right, mate, up your pop. Dust yourself off and go go again next week. You need to see someone at their lowest moment. So in the grand final, you'd rather the shots of blokes crying than the celebration shots. Oh, mixed mixed blend, yeah. Yeah, were you you behind the, um, were you in the broadcast truck at the end of the Collingwood West Coast grand final when it was just like all focused on the devastated Collingwood (laughs) players? (laughs) That was pretty, that was pretty enjoyable. Yeah, I just think like, you know, when the, you hear, see him like scream and put the jumper over their head and cry. I don't know. I like it. <laughs> Bad luck. Uh, but yeah, point taken on the Collingwood forward line. Probably one of the better spreads. They still do. They still need like a big. Oh, of course, they need a star event. Yeah. Like eventually, yeah. something. You can't have a whole lot of big. Oh, I mean, they, well, they're getting it next year, aren't they? Uh, uh, Daniel McStay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like you look at Geelong, for example. Yeah, right. Worst case scenario, Hawk will probably get. One of Hawk or Cameron will get him out of trouble. Mm. At the moment, Collingwood don't have that, but they're finding it. Yeah. And I don't know whether that's like a, something you can rely on forever, but at the moment, it's incredible. It's working for it. Yeah, I agree. It's, are, are they a chance? Yeah. Yeah. Pick one. <laughs> Would you think that, are they more of a chance to straight set or win the flag? Oh, it's 50-50 for me, isn't it? Yeah, I think straight set. I just, I still, I've tipped against them 11 weeks in a row, and I'm so yeah. pumped that they're winning, but like... Yeah, okay. Maybe I the, the week off would have like the week off scary yeah, for like them. halting the momentum yeah. a little bit. Well, Nick Dacos pulled up sore uh, from the weight session he was doing apparently. Um, and I'm like, what are you doing? Don't do the weight. Just go play another game of footy. Like you're good. Yeah. Anyway, call him the Ferrari. Yeah. Oh. Keep your Ferrari in the garage. You of do, first year player. <laughs> you, don't, you don't. What do they say? You, um, you don't put your Ferrari in the ruck when they used to say. Why doesn't Jared Ruffhead just ruck or Franklin when we had no ruckman? Yeah. Like, <laughs> Why? <laughs> like, get the Datsun in there. And then, what, so Ruffy, what happened when Ruffy actually transitioned to doing a bit of rock work in oh, mid career? Yeah, I know. I know. Anyway, that, I, Collingwood, I like. I just love watching. I think they might straight set. High ball bets. Thanks to the Tab Touch app. All right, I'm going to kick off the high ball bets with thanks to Tab Touch and the Tab Touch app. Keeping it pretty simple this week, just going. With the just picking the winners from each of them Brisbane, Melbourne, Geelong, Freo. Package that up at $6.69. I think Brisbane S- do most of that work for me. $6.69. You on? Yeah, I've, I've had to outsource this to my friend Harry because I don't really bet. Um, so I said, Give me your best. Give me Who, your who's best. Harry? Harry's my A grade football coach. Oh, Hopefully, a premiership coach. Harry, is last name? Last name? Beaton. Harry Beaton. Beto. Beto. Yeah. Beats. Beto's bets. I, was, I can't believe I was watching your game the other day. I didn't even know that. So anyway, keep yeah. Going. Did, did you like what you saw? Well, I was sitting in the car because one of my kids fell asleep. So I was like <laughs> sitting goal line, like in the coach's box, up the back hill bit. Yeah, it was good. So you didn't even plan to come. You were just trying to get the kids to sleep. No, nah, I had to drop a pair of footy boots off to oh, someone, and then right. I sat and watched. So there you go. Played well though. <laughs> yeah, I got torn up that game. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Shit. But we won. We won. Yeah, so you did win. So, um, I've gone five dollars revolt to kick at least three. Jack? Yep. Nice. Nah, Nick. <laughs> Just dishing it out. What's your, what do you got, Zave? Wanneroo <laughs> to beat UWA <laughs> in the A-grade <laughs> women's final. Uh, no, I've got a multi. I've got uh, Brisbane to win, underdog, as you said, Nick. Mm. Melbourne, Geelong, and Western Bulldogs plus 11.5. Western Bulldogs. You know, I was surprised. I- $8.48. I thought a couple of these would be a bit closer. Have a thousand on it, or ten bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Responsibly. Um, yeah, some of these are like the the margin, like the the 
the odds for some of the games, there's a bit more of a discrepancy. Like Melbourne's very heavily favoured, Fremantle very heavily favoured. Yeah, and nah, Geelong, I thought it'd be a little bit more even. I wonder what Tommy Liberatore did to that market. It was EB winning their best and fairest this year. Uh, probably, probably Close. nearly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. And you think final? I, mean, I, I picked Josh Kelly because I love Josh Kelly as a player. Hmm. But it's so smooth. Uh, conditions nice, incredible. Tommy Liberatore final scrap night time yeah. jewelry. A little bit of rain. A little bit of drizzle around. Like that just says Tommy Liberatore. So it's going to be a massive loss. Yeah, be, it could be a big Dunkley game. If he goes in and takes those yeah. minutes, but he's not the same. Like he's obviously he's not the same in terms of. Well, like, Tom Libertor has half a chance just to fight someone too, yes. like explode and Caleb Sarong and Tom Libertor. Yeah, put him in a headlock. Head head. Oh, bring I, it out. Bring yeah. it out. <laughs> I did hear Sarong. Was it Liver? Oh yeah, he said Liver was calling him fat. Right. The, yeah, the biggest, the best ledger yeah. he had was Liver. Yeah. Hang on, he'll be licking his lips. Just keep going fat. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's Hardball Bets for the week. Uh, this has been the Hardball Gets AFL show, completely packed for work in the weekend. This podcast was brought to you by the new Mazda BT50 SP. It's a complete package. We'll see you next time.